Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. What is going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a very sexy topic. We are talking about affordability. Affordability, investing in ourselves, money, dollars. Ooh, this is a big one. I was sharing about this on social media this week. Our sisterhood program is open. And I'm actually going to have an Instagram live with Nikki, who is, she's kind of like our onboarding head for the sisterhood and the startup squad. She supports our program and helps women, chats with them about what program's right, and onboards them and welcomes them into our community. So she speaks to a lot of women who are interested in joining our programs. She is, four years she's been in the sisterhood, she's a longtime member I worked with her one-on-one -on -one back in the day when I first started my coaching business. And so she speaks to a lot of people. She's a mother of four. She went through a lot of shit herself and she joined the sisterhood and now she works in our company and she's incredible. And I loved talking to her because it's interesting to me when you speak to someone on the phone or you're chatting with someone on email and they are in pain. They are in pain. They are suffering. They're not happy. Their life isn't where they want it to be. And they know, like, you know you got to do some shit about it. And there's an offer to actually change everything. There's an offer to completely transform your life and create everything you want. And then there's a, I don't have the money. I can't afford it. There's no way I'll be able to afford it. I just don't have the money for it right now. I can't do it. And it got me thinking and I wanted to do this episode because fuck, can I do this episode? Can I talk to you about I can't afford it? I have every freaking right and every story under the sun to tell you about how I could not afford and should not have been able to afford the healing that has freaking happened in my life. I grew up in Boston to a single mother who struggled with bipolar in and out of foster homes, living out of a plastic, black, plastic trash bag, basically. All of my shit was in a trash bag from home to home. Food stamps that were declined many times. No car. Had to take the bus or walk. Food donations. Every, I mean, thank God, right? Like that they would knock on our door and give us a turkey and canned goods and mashed potatoes and in a box and all that shit growing up. My mom worked and then didn't work because of her bipolar. It was a real struggle for her to keep a job. So financially, there was no money. There was all kinds of shitty money beliefs being thrown around that I picked up. Moving to Australia, when I launched my business, it was when my husband's gym was 
really negative. Nobody was coming to the gym. It was Christmas. We had no money. The gym was in arrears, costing us money. We bought a car that we shouldn't have bought because we couldn't afford it. We moved out of our house, spent all of our savings on furniture for the house, and then had a second baby. And I was not on maternity leave. I was off of work. I worked at a company that I was a supplier. I was technically a contractor, so they didn't have maternity leave. How slick are these people? So I couldn't go on leave. I wasn't getting paid. We had no money. The worst time in the world for me to start my business. My electricity was on a payment plan. I had a payment plan from the ATO, which is a tax office. I had a payment plan for everything I could. Couldn't do my nails, couldn't do my hair. Had to cut my own hair, do my own hair color. There's a video about that shit on YouTube. I think it got 104,000 views of me coloring, balayaging my own hair. Thank goodness I was a hairdresser back in the day. I was cutting everybody's hair. My husband's, my hair. We couldn't go out to eat. We couldn't buy shit. We couldn't afford anything. And I decide to start my business. What a crazy person. We're looking for coins to buy bread. We could have bought dollar bread, but I didn't want to buy that bread for my kids. I had certain standards. The bread was like $4.50. Shout out to Baker's Delight in Australia. And I was struggling to find the coins to buy that bread. We were fucked financially. No business trying to afford anything. And I'm sharing this with you because I feel like it's one of the worst statements that comes out of our mouths. And when I say our mouths, I mean the mouths of people who want to transform their lives. The mouths of people who know that they came here to do more, to have more, to experience more. It is the worst statement that can come out of your mouth if you are someone who believes in transformation, who wants to level up, who wants to work on themselves, who believes that they can have what they want. It is the worst statement to come out of your mouth. Because it's done. I can't afford it. I can't. That's it. Full stop, period, done. There is no solution in that statement. There's no finding a way when you can't. I can't do it. I can't afford it. I don't have the money. Full stop, done, no. I remember when I was in a coaching program that I couldn't afford, by the way, but I found a way. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, finding a way versus I can't. And I remember one of the women I met there had said to one of my friends, they were going to go to a retreat. And my friend was like, I can't afford it. I don't have the money. And she said, can I offer you something? And I was there watching, observing this. And I'm so grateful I got to hear this. She goes, instead of I don't have the money, what if you said, how can I create the money? I don't have it right now, but I'm going to create it. How can I create the money? What do I need to do to be able to create the money to go? What a fucking different flip of a question. Instantly, when you ask yourself, how can I create the money? What does your mind start doing? My mind starts thinking of ways. What can I sell? Can I pick up more hours? Is there someone I know who would give me the money? Can I ask my mom? Can I ask my dad? Can I ask my grandma? Can I sell that shit? Can I work more hours? Can I offer myself up for babysitting? I mean, I don't know. Like when I ask myself that question, it makes me want to think of how I can And it is a simple flip of a question, of a statement. Instead of a statement, it turns into a question. And as the gorgeous, amazing Tony Robbins, who I love, says, the quality of your life is the quality of your questions. What kind of questions are you asking yourself? 
Are you asking $1 questions or are you trying to figure out $5,000, $10,000, $1 million questions? The quality of your questions is everything. Notice I can't afford it. I can't do it. It's not for me. Can't do it. Can't make it. I don't have the money. That shit is a dead end. That's a wall. That's a fucking cement wall. Versus how can I create the money? How could I afford it? If I wanted to do it, how could I make it happen? What can I do to make it happen? What? Yo, all those questions have way better solutions and outcomes than that brick wall you just built for yourself. So that's first and foremost. Now, I spoke to my husband about this the other day because I think people think when I talk about the sisterhood being open or the startup squad being open that I'm just in it to make a bunch of money. And that is not the case. And maybe when you're in scarcity and money is an issue, you think that because you're projecting some shit out into the world, right? Like this person just wants to take my money. This person just wants to make money. I'm just a number. This person doesn't care about me. Maybe that's a story that people have because that's been their experience. But I was sharing with Hamish, my husband, and I was like, yo, do you remember when you met me? I met my husband in 2012 or 2011. Oh, fuck. Was it 2011? It was 2012 when I met Hamish. And we ended up joining a business program that, by the way, we couldn't afford. I was working for a corporation. So I had money, corporate money. I was paying rent, had a car payment. I didn't have many expenses. I didn't have kids, by the way. We were single, right? We just met. Hamish was a personal trainer working for himself. He was making 100K as a personal trainer because he's fucking good at what he does and meaning good at business. Anything he does, he's so good at business. So he had created a system where he was making 100 grand as a personal trainer and I was getting a wage from a company. It was a good wage, right? Good, good salary. We joined this fucking program, this business program. Now, mind you, your girl over here doesn't even have a business. I'm working full time. I don't have a business, but I joined this fucking business program because I love community and cults, right? <laughs> and Hamish ends up going, I have a business. I want to start my gym. I'm starting my gym. Let's join. So we're paying $330 a month each, about $700 a month for the couple, okay, in this program. Mind you, we were in this program for about two and a half years. For those of you that listen to the podcast, this ended up being a little cult situation, but I can't talk too much about it. But that's what ha- ended up happening, right? We ended up, it shit went a little bit crazy, which we didn't know was going to turn into that. In the beginning, it was awesome. So we're in this program, <clears throat> cult, and we're paying $700 a month for two and a half years. Now, there's a retreat coming up, and we had just joined. So by just joining, we were really fresh. The program was actually amazing when we first joined changed our lives, personal development, business development. Uh, It was just, it was an incredible community. So we had an opportunity to go to a retreat. It was my 31st birthday. It was June. I met Hamish a year before that. So we'd only been together for a year and we knew we wanted to marry each other. We loved each other. We're like, yo, where you been all my life? It's like I knew Hamish for thousands of years. And so we knew we wanted to get married and we wanted to go to this retreat. I wanted to go to this retreat. And it was about $10,000, the retreat. And Hamish says to me, babe, we can't go to this retreat. Like, I only have $8,000. And these $8,000, if I'm honest, it was going to be for your engagement ring. Now, for those of you that know me, I have never, 
I have never been a material girl, ever. Now, if you are, nothing wrong with that, boo. But I'm not. I'm not a Gucci Prada handbag, save all my money for a handbag, fucking spend my house deposit on a bag or a ring or earrings or hats or nails. I love all that shit, but I do not drop big dollars on it. I'm not a cars, material, look at me, fancy. I don't care about that shit. So when my husband was like, I'm going to spend $8,000 on your engagement ring, I was like, um, are you fucking crazy? Like, why? First of all, why, why do men think that women want that? Why do some of us want that as well as women? Why we like Tiffany's ring? Why do you have a fucking mortgage on your finger? I don't understand it. This is not a judgmental question, I promise. I, I don't get it. I do not get it. Investment-wise and financially, it doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm like, no. I said to him, no, I need this retreat. This is what I need. I need this retreat. I need to heal my fucking life. I'm a hot mess. I'm drinking a lot. I'm in pain. I've got so much shit and beliefs that have come up for me that I have no idea how to deal with. And I know I need to work on myself. I knew. That's what I knew. I knew that I needed to work on myself. Now, my love, this is a business program, but there was a lot of spirituality and personal development and shit wrapped into it which is how I wrap everything into everything. There's a lot of personal development wrapped into everything I do, even my business program. Because the reality is, as people, the shit that we go through, the lives that we live, the way that we think, the way that we feel, the actions we take and the results that we get are tied into it. So I'm like, I got to go to this retreat. And he's like, we're going to have to take some our money out of our whole money out of the savings account and pull money out of your wage in order to afford it. I'm like, let's go. So we signed our asses up to go to this retreat. We did not buy an engagement ring. It actually makes me want to cry. We didn't buy an engagement ring. We also decided to not drop a bunch of fucking money on a wedding. So talk about sacrifice, right? There are certain sacrifices that we chose. We chose this. And you're choosing certain things as well. People are like, I don't have any money. You are making choices with whatever fucking money you do have. Even someone on the streets that doesn't have a home that collects coins and sleeps outside. There's a man down the road from my house. He has choices what he does with the coins that he collects. He has choices with the food that he gets donated. I'm not saying I feel sorry for him, of course, but I'm also like... Please don't kid yourself that you, as a human being on planet Earth, living in a first world country, don't have choices because you do. The question is, what are you doing with the money you have, with the time you have, with the energy you have? What are you doing with your voice? What are you doing with your platform? We all have choices. What choices are you making? That's the better question. So I made a choice and Hamish made a choice to put our personal development, our mind, our growth, our level up first and said, fuck the ring. I don't give a shit about that. So we go to Bali. Cute story. Hamish ended up proposing to me like surprise proposal in Bali. And he had a ring that he bought when he was 12 years old in Sri Lanka or 10 years old. He went to Sri Lanka with his mom and his mom was like, buy this ring because Sri Lankan gold is really, really beautiful. And they have really beautiful um, aquamarine deposits there. So aquamarine is like a blue stone. Anyway, his mom's like, buy this ring. My husband doesn't use any jewelry. He doesn't wear jewelry. For him to buy a ring, I don't know 
It was crazy. So she's like, buy this ring. He had this ring in his house in some drawer and he pulled it out before we went to Bali. And he's like, I'm going to use this ring. I wonder if it'll fit Erica. And you won't believe I've got that ring on my left finger right now, still, till that day, since that day. The ring fit perfectly as if it was for me. And I'm so happy with my aquamarine Sri Lankan gold and aquamarine stone. I do not need, and I could afford very nice Tiffany's fucking bullshit. I don't need that. So it all worked out for me, putting myself first and putting my personal development first. That's one of the big sacrifices that we made that most people will not make. Most people, most men will do the same shit that they got told to do. Get a nice ring. Get a nice ring. She's going to want a Tiffany's or a Cartier. Get a nice ring. What is that societal bullshit? Some women don't want that, by the way. And then the women, why do we want that? Do you even know why you want a Cartier fucking Tiffany's ring? For what? I'm like, yo, if you live in an apartment and you don't have your own home and your ring costs more than your damn like rent, like, yo... Get a house, go buy a house, get an investment, invest your money better. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. So my thing was, I don't want that ring. I don't need that. The second part of this was, okay, cool. Are we going to get married? We were going to get married in Puerto Rico. We're going to do like a small Puerto Rico wedding. It was still going to be expensive. Erica got pregnant. Thank you to my seven-year-old son, Raven, because he saved our asses like 50 or 60K. And we could have still had the wedding after Raven was born. We could have had the wedding in Australia. And we decided, again, we're not going to do a fucking wedding. We're not going to spend 20K on fucking flowers that are going to die and invite people who don't want to be in our lives. So we could show off and a big-ass dress. And my, my best friend is a dress, like a fashion couture maker. I love you, Silvana. And yes, your dresses are worth 13K, 20K, 50K. But I ain't paying that shit for a dress. Like, it's not important to me. It's not. Another thing that people do, weddings, flowers, so much money invested and spent for one day. And yes, it's an important day. But do you know what that $10,000 for the retreat did for me? Do you know what that did for me? I have a photo of me crying, broken at that retreat. I'm talking broken. Like I love that photo. I actually need to frame it and put it in my office. It was my moment of wake up call. It was like, what the fuck are you doing wasting your life? You did not come here to second guess yourself. You did not come here to play small. You didn't go through all that fucked up shit in your childhood to now be here and not go for what you want. It's your fucking time to shine right now. And if you don't, you're going to waste it. And if you don't, you will not do and be and have and say who it is you said you were going to be. You won't be her. And you can. So what the fuck are you doing, Erica? Like the universe gave me a fucking uppercut. It wasn't even a bitch slap. It was an uppercut in the face. TKO. I was like, damn, this is my time. What am I doing? And from that moment on, I'm telling you right now, that retreat transformed my fucking life. That was the minute that I was like, I'm done. I'm fucking around. It was like, let's go. And from that moment, bang, like I got this like, uh, 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 uh. I got this energy, this vivaciousness for my life. I know who I am and what I came here to do. I'm fucking focused and I'm just getting started. And that happened from a retreat that I could not afford. Now we had a savings. Yes, we did. But guess what happened after that? 
We joined more programs. We went on other things. My husband went on another retreat that he had to take a loan. He took a loan to go to another retreat. Oh, man, that was an amazing retreat for him, what he learned. We got another mentor who was $12,000 for three months. That shit hurt. I cried when I paid that money. We had $150,000 of credit card debt when I started my business in 2018. Now, a lot of people will tell you credit cards are the devil. You shouldn't use them. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And I agree. You shouldn't have to pay. You shouldn't this. I agree. Like we need financial literacy, yo. We be dropping money on bullshit we don't need, on shoes, on boots, on lashes, on fucking nails, on, on, on vacations with our family where we don't feel relaxed. We're exhausted, but we took the kids to Disneyland and spent all that money and we're not happy. We're not better for it. Cars we can't afford, apartments we can't afford, radios we can't afford for our fucking cars, rims, bullshit. We spend money on bullshit. And you don't get that shit back. It doesn't do anything for your life. However, the $10,000, the $10,000 that I didn't have when I now am the person who will make seven figures in my business, who can create $100,000 in one month, that $10,000 ain't shit. I would go into, yo, today, right now, Knowing what I know, I would do that shit 50 times over again. If I had a best friend who was struggling and she couldn't do shit, I'd be like, go get a card, go get a loan, go ask your fucking family and invest in these programs. Listen to this shit, listen to these books. That's why I built the sisterhood, by the way. Everything I put into that program was for a best friend who needed to change her life. Like me, I built it for me. What are the books that are going to help me? What are the programs? What are the exercises that were the most impactful to heal your life, Erica? This is them. Boom. Sisterhood program. What are the things that you would do if you were going to build your coaching business, if you were going to up level, if you were going to grow an audience, impact with, with integrity and authenticity? Boom. The startup squad program. Everything I've done and built is what I would have done for me if I didn't have it because I didn't. And I hear I can't afford it. And I'm like, yo, you can't not. I couldn't not afford it. I couldn't not afford it. I would do that shit time and time again. We spend money on our credit cards for fucking handbags, yo. For clothes. For bullshit. For bullshit. That is not going to give you a return on investment. My return on investment was I fixed my fucking mind. I changed my thoughts. I healed my trauma. I stopped operating from scarcity and lack and unworthiness. I started operating from self-love and caring for myself. I started realizing that I'm the best fucking investment I can ever make. That the best investment in my mind, the return on investment on that is endless, priceless. I do not have an income ceiling. I'm a Puerto Rican chick from the fucking hood who lives in Australia and makes 100K a month. And soon 500K a month. And soon $2 billion a year. There is no cap on the money that I can make and the impact that I get to have on the world. You know who puts the cap? My small mind, my trauma, my unworthy, my lack of confidence, my imposter syndrome, my I'm not good enough, my self-sabotage, my procrastination. She puts a limit. I work on her. I heal that shit. There is no fucking limit to who I can be and what I can create in this fucking world. And we don't invest in that. 
We don't invest in that. A handbag is more important. A vacation to Paris is more important. Drinking on the weekends, cigarettes. Bullshit is more important. A fucking one-year-old birthday party that looks like a motherfucking wedding is more important than you investing in yourself, in leveling up your mind, and healing the bullshit that tells you you're not good enough? Wow. Wow, yo, we got to fix our priorities. Look at what happened. The first year in my business, that money that I spent, that money that I irresponsibly spent on credit cards and loans, my first year in business, I made $160,000. What do you think happened? We became debt-free. We cleared our fucking debt. That's what happened. That's what happened. Why? Not because I'm lucky. Not because I'm good with money. Because when you level up your brain, when you shift the thoughts, when you change who you think you are, you go to the next level of yourself. You become unlimited as fuck and you realize that there is nothing holding you back. You hold yourself back. That's the secret to the universe. And the minute you know that, that it's you against you, you're like, fuck that. I'm going to be my own friend. I'm going to have my own back. What tools does Erica need? What tools do I need to create? If you were going to create yourself, what would you put into yourself? Would you put resilience? Would you put strength? Would you put confidence? Would you put fucking shiny ass shine bright like a diamond Rihanna? Would that be the soundtrack inside of yourself? What friends would you put around you? What mentors would you attract? What situations would you want to be in? I put myself in these places. I created myself. And I had no fucking business. I had no business. I had no fucking hope. I had no hope. I had no business. I was fucked. I was a hot mess. I was fucking unworthy. I was trash to myself. I was fucked up. I was a widow. I was sexually abused. I had all this fucked up trauma. I was a piece of shit. Postnatal depression, all that fucking shit. No dad, abandonment issues, trust issues, money issues, scarcity, lack. I had all of it. How the fuck was I supposed to live a great life not working on myself? How the fuck was a Gucci bag going to help that? A vacation to Hollywood, a, a, a trip to Paris, champagne, nights out, a Lamborghini, a nice apartment. How the fuck was that going to fix it? It wasn't and it doesn't. What fixes it is investing in yourself, joining programs, getting mentors, spending money. That shit's expensive and so it fucking should be. So it fucking should be. No big deal. You're just going to change your whole fucking life. No big deal. You're just going to turn into the woman that does not allow herself to be treated like shit anymore. No big deal. You're just going to become a woman who knows her boundaries No big deal. You're just going to become the woman that says, when I want it, I get it and I create it and I make it fucking happen. No big deal. It's huge. It boggles my motherfucking mind, the shit that we prioritize over our self-investment. How we complain and, and get upset about how we suffer and how we're trauma and we're triggered and all this bullshit, but we will not. Go get a fucking credit card and put money down to work on ourselves. Go to a fucking Tony Robbins event and see if your damn life doesn't change. Join the fucking sisterhood. See if your goddamn life doesn't change. Go to a retreat with a mentor. Read the books that I say. Do the actions in the books. Live the book. 
And for those of you that work with me, do the fucking work. Watch your shit transform. I don't know what else does. I don't know what else will change your fucking life if it's not you putting the money where it fucking matters on yourself, on leveling up your mindset, on shifting your thoughts. That's where it's going to change. And I offer this at a ridiculous availability to women because of my underdog ghetto bitch heart. I'm like, yo, it needs to be affordable. I need to be able to help people. Some people don't. For some people, you'll never be able to get into their programs because it's so expensive. And I'm like, I love those people. I will get a credit card to join those fucking programs. For me, it doesn't stop. For me, it's like I am always growing and evolving and getting to the next level of myself. I don't give a fuck about material shit. You can't take that with you, as they say. And it's not about how you look and how nice your cars are or how sexy your body is or how Gucci bag or your eyelashes or your fucking hair color or your trips to bullshit photos on Instagram so people think you're cool. All of that is a call for love. And when you do the inner work, you don't need that shit. It's a bonus. You want to get a handbag? Cool. It's a bonus. When you do the inner work and you know who you are and you work on yourself and your confidence is lit and you don't need to prove yourself to anybody and you're attracting incredible people into your life and you are the fucking creator of your life, which you are. You are creating your life right now. If it's shit, you created the shit. If it's awesome, you created the awesome. Just know you have the power to create. What the fuck are you creating? That shit's on you and you can change that, but you are the creator. Now, everything I know, the the beautiful thing as well, and I'm going to leave you with this, when you work on yourself, you can't unlearn what you learn. If tomorrow somebody stole my money, they stole my followers, they hacked my account, if tomorrow I lost everything, I know six months max, I would have it all back. Why? Because I didn't win it. No one gave it to me. I created it. I made it. I built it. It's inside of me. I cried those fucking tears. I did that work. I asked myself those difficult questions. I answered those difficult questions. And when it's inside of you, you will never forget it. You will never unlearn what you know. And you can create it over and over again. And if you're a parent, you can teach it to your children. If you're a leader, you can lead your community with what you know to be true. So here's my invitation. Stop saying I can't afford it. Start asking yourself better questions. Start finding a way to do it. Start understanding where the fuck is the money that you have going? Where's it going? And why? Why are you making that decision instead of that decision? Just start understanding why you do what you do. And how are you living? And are you living in the way that you want to be living? Do you have what you want? Every part of it. And know that it is available. Every part of it is available to you. I'm going to leave you with this. If you are down and you are interested and you want to work on yourself, you know where to fucking find me. Thequeenofconfidence.com. Click on sisterhood. Stop fucking playing. The doors to this program are going to close. And if you are ready to make it fucking happen, this is the time. And if it's not with me, find someone. If you resonate with me, let's do the damn thing. If you don't, find someone. Come to a retreat. We hold them all the time. But stop denying the inner work. Because the other bullshit you drop money on, the other bullshit that has your attention, it's a fucking distraction. The reality is you with yourself doing the inner work, that is what's going to change your life. 
and you can create who you want to be. And that shit is fucking magic. I love you so damn much. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.